0: With proven strategies, systems, and processes. We've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey there, and welcome back to this week's podcast. This week, I wanted to talk to you about caring what others think think, and how it can just be an endless black hole. If you're anything like me, you were brought up to learn that you have to worry about everyone else's feelings. Come on, Tanya, be a good girl. Share with your brother. Come on, Tanya, go and pick that up for your nana. Come on, Tanya, go and set the table. Now, let's be honest. Those three things are things that every family member, loving family member, should do. But then what happens when we get older and we start going to kindergarten and school and high school and everything else, we think it's so important to make sure that people like us. And to like us, we do things for them that maybe we shouldn't do or really aren't the right thing for us to do if we think about it. But when you care about what other people think, it actually starts to drill deep into your own identity. You worry about I'm not good enough. You worry about what your appearance is like. People will say something to you and you take it to heart. Let's be honest, people can be mean and I've learnt recently, and when I say recently, I truly mean probably the last 12 months that I now no longer care what people think about me. And part of it could also be this business, to be honest, because when we do Facebook ads, some of the nasty, venomous things that people post fathom me. How anyone could say things to someone that they don't even know just shows the sort of society that some people are living in but there's certain people in our life that don't get me wrong we want to protect no matter what and it really does matter to us what they think because we love and care about them and they are part of who we are part of our identity But then there's other people in our life that might say things to us that just bring us down. And this certainly happens when we're going through a separation. And on episode 87, I talked about decluttering your life. And part of your friendship group and the people around you can be other things that you might declutter. And I mean that in the nicest way. Over and over again, you've heard me talk about you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. But have you got a person in your life that you need to declutter? Have you got someone in your life that you go over and above for only to be dragged down or to be taken advantage of or to be not listened to? Because right now with what you're going through, it's important to have really good mates. You know, people that are there to listen. And listening is really important. To be honest, it's more important to listen to someone than it is to give advice. Because most of us know deep down what we need to do. And we just need to talk through our thoughts and emotions. And then eventually we will come to our own outcomes. But if you've got a friend in your life, or someone in your life that when they ring, they turn the whole conversation around them, even though right now you are going through some of your darkest days, then that's a problem and you really need to look at that. And do you have friends that everything is about them? Because right now you are the most important thing or you should be the most important thing in every one of your friendship group's They should be treating you in kit gloves. They should be showering you with kindness. You should be rolled in cotton wool and protected because that's what you need right now. You need people around you that have your back. But here's the thing. In many cases, when you're getting a divorce, you really start to see the friends, the people that are your true friends. And I've often heard, and even my own experience has been, the people that I thought were on my side, because let's be honest, people have to pick sides, but the people that I thought would have my back didn't, and the people I didn't expect to have my back did. Because there's this thing that you have to vindicate yourself, that you have to prove that you're strong enough to stand up for yourself, and you feel like you've got to share maybe some of your dirty laundry. and I've often read this on social media posts, and I don't know whether it's just these times we live in right now, but people sharing their stories on Instagram and Facebook where they're defending their decision or they're making accusations about the other party just so they can feel better possibly about themselves. But by venting your dirty laundry, it gets you nowhere and if anything, it makes makes you probably look back later on and go, I, I probably shouldn't have done that and I regret it. And even if you take it down, some people may have taken a screenshot of it or something else, so it's not worth it. So what I'm saying is if you're frustrated and you feel that there's people in your life that really don't have your back, then it will be hurtful because in many cases, not only have you lost your partner, you might end up losing a friend or a family member. Must have been last week, a client was telling me how her sister-in-law was not only her sister-in-law her very best friend. And now she felt like not only did she lose her husband, but she lost her best friend. And sometimes the world works in mysterious ways. And it could just be that it was time for a refresh of your friends. Or it could just be that if you talk or if she talks to her sister-in-law in a way that this is not about anyone's fault, no one is placing blame, can we still be friends? then you're putting the ball back in her court for her to make the decision. And you don't need to so much worry about if you've done something wrong. Because if it's their choice or it's the sister-in-law's choice to no longer be friends with my client, then you're not wearing the guilt. Because let's be honest, you didn't decide to end the friendship. You're still happy for there to be a friendship. But it allows you to move on as well. So it allows you just to keep going and find new friends, find other people that get to understand the new you because you're going to change a lot. Now, mark my words, you're going to change a lot. The person that you are right now today and the person you're going to be in 12 months, 24 months, 48 months is going to be probably chalk and cheese to who you are right now i am yet to see a person that is the same person when they finish this process everyone evolves everyone changes everyone grows and the same thing will happen to you and who's to say you wouldn't have outgrown those people that were in your life before anyway because everything is different You don't have the same interests. You don't go out to the same places. You don't have the same family groups or dinner parties that you used to have. So you have less in common with them. But where I've got to, and this is what I want you to discover, I've talked about this very regularly. As much as having someone else in your life is nice, happiness comes from the inside. And when you're happy on the inside, people just are drawn to you. They're drawn to that happiness. And you end up meeting new wonderful people in that room that if you're not the smartest person in the room and you've got to go out and find those smart people to learn more, to grow, to evolve, it's hard to bring along a friend that is not Wanting to change. If your friend, don't get me wrong, wants to change and discover new things like you, how about the two of you be in a room of three other people? That's just as important. But the question for you right now is, do you care what other people think? And if you do care what other people think, how important is it for you that they stay in your life, but you remain sad or you remain the person that builds them up when they need to build you up. Because friendship is give and take. But at a time like this, when you just need give, 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 because you just need it to know that everything's going to be all right, but then when they're in a circumstance where they require you to be doing that back to them, you're going to give it wholeheartedly, then that's true friendship, is it not? Isn't that what everyone's striving for? Where you know the person has your back. And you might be saying right now, but come on, Tanya, it's not that easy. Not only am I possibly losing some friends in my friendship group, I'm also losing my in-laws. I'm also losing people that I've gone on holidays with, I've spent special occasions with, people that I've had critical moments in my life that have changed the person I am. And it's true. Those people will always be special to you. You will always have a memory of those experiences. But unfortunately, it's highly unlikely that they will choose you over your ex-partner. It's highly unlikely. And if you can get to a stage that the two of you are so amicable that, you know, you are friends and you can be part of your ex's family, extended family, then that's just wonderful. I know that that's happened in my life with my brother-in-law. It was a pretty... Pretty messy divorce on on their side, but he rings my mum regularly. Whenever he has my nephew, he FaceTimes this. He times Nana, and um, you know my brother in law is in the background and always talking to my mum. And he loves my mum like she is his mum, and it's evident. And I'm blessed to think that even though there's been a relationship breakdown, he's still there to support my mum. And my nephew, he's just growing into the most amazing person because he's got two parents that really love him and have put his needs before their own. That's hard to do. They're doing a great job, absolutely amazing job. But it's highly unlikely for that scenario to play out everywhere But if you're able to do that, because it's not impossible, it's certainly possible, but it takes two very special people to be able to make that happen. And if that's what you want, just strive for it. Talk to your ex about it. Tell him or her, that's really what I want to achieve. But in a lot of cases, what I have witnessed is that it's just easier to leave a lot of it behind. It can be very hurtful, but it is just easier in some instances. So suppose what I'm saying here is there's no rules. You can do whatever you want to do, but don't allow people to suck out the goodness of you, to take all of your energy to make them feel better. They need to be building you up and The other thing is it's very unlikely to go through a relationship breakout and not lose someone important. So just remember, a new chapter is about to start. New people will come into your life, new friends. You might even have new in-laws at some stage. You'll have new friends. You'll have new acquaintances and you will rebuild and your life will be everything you want it to be. And listen to what I said, your life will be everything you want it to be, but you've got to go out and make it happen. Okay, my lovelies, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel Podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favour and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.